Welcome back to another Potainer podcast uh, with Andy Brewer and Dave Tennis. Cheers, y'all. Oh, I love this wickle. This is from uh, one of my favorite customers, Urban Chestnut. Uh, one of the reasons I come down to St. Louis is so we can work on some projects from time to time. Another reason is to get a nice Mexican dinner with uh, my good man, Andy, and also to load up on Zwickle, fill up uh, my empty trunk. Um, yeah, and it's, it's well worth it. Um, speaking of what I've been doing, what have you been up to? So uh, we've been working on a few little projects here, there, and everywhere. Last time we mentioned about the uh, 10 litre home keg. Yeah. So I've been working on some, some uh, dispense issues, uh, not issues, but some uh, dispense solutions for that including a box that uh, is larger that we can put ice in so we can dispense directly from a box. That'd be great for a, a little, picnic or yeah, taking on a boat. Found a little kegerator where the uh, keg will fit nicely in there so uh, with a tap and everything so we'll be talking about uh, that probably on the next podcast. Um, one thing that we've been working on is because of COVID is the um, sanitizer thing so we've uh, teamed up with our partners up in Novo and we have this Brand new uh, sanitizing unit, hands-free. Uh, we'll use anything from uh, a, a small jug, one gallon, all the way up to our five gallon. These are coolers that actually we uh, blow mold ourselves. These are five gallons. So the beauty of this device is that it's hands-free and you can get thousands of dispensers out of it before you have to refill it. So uh, we, we know that uh, supermarkets, hospitals, Hotels, hotels everywhere yeah. are requiring you to uh, sanitize your hands before you go in. This way, you don't have to touch anything, and it doesn't run out. That's yeah. been one of the issues. Yeah. You know, we, we had a colleague of ours went to um, to Disney World, and they said the trouble is they found half of the uh, sanitization had actually run out of sanitizer. Well, yeah, they're like this big, and yeah, they, and they got how many people constantly hitting them up? Exactly, and 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 this will give out an exact dose every time. And as I say, with a five-gallon jug or even with a one-gallon jug, you're talking of thousands of dispensing. So set this up somewhere and you can sort of forget it. It works. Uh, you can plug it into the uh, wall, uh, into 110 volts, or it actually works on batteries as well. So That's it works yeah, four uh, AA batteries. Put it anywhere. Put it anywhere, yeah. yeah. And, and it's really easy to work and, and uh, it's very, very reliable. So... That's one thing that we're actually selling right now. So if you're interested, contact us at Patena. Get on our website, www.patena.com, and we can help you with that. And we can also help you find people who can uh, fill up containers with sanitizer locally. Yeah, I mean, we're lucky, right, because we're, we're all over the United States. We work with a lot of companies that are producing their own hand sanitizer. Right. So we've got locations all over the United States where we can get these filled up for anybody that wants yeah. a dispensing unit. Um, so you don't, that's just one less thing you have to worry about is sourcing your hand sanitizer, which is definitely something that's not going to go away. I mean, it's, right. I think it's just giving me a new part of life is you just make sure that you're always, you know, got clean, clean hands. Yeah, and, and the beauty of these, these are refillable. So um, from an environmental point of view, it's good, but also from a cost point of view. Sure, yeah. Because, uh, you know, originally we worked on a very simple um, system using our kegs, but obviously the kegs are one-way use and they're, a lot more expensive than the, the uh, water bottles and uh, these are nice and rigid and they're you know solid and easy to handle so yeah, i just i love how easy this whole package is i mean yeah. it's just got a, a feeding tube into it put your cooler in there put the tube in there plug yeah. it in throw batteries on it slap it wherever you need and you've got people getting, well, getting a chance to sanitize we're down at our innovation center down in arnold 
and I had this shipped in the other day. The longest part was just taking the screws out of the container. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, within half an hour, I'd uncrated it and I had it in uh, in operation. So it doesn't take. Uh, there's no assembly with it or anything like that. So yeah, the only assembly is putting the putting this in, and that's it. Yeah, it's just going to save the end user such a another headache because instead of running around your park and or your grocery store, yeah, filling up all those little packets, uh, yeah, you know, twelve ounce packets of sanitizer, you just you got a bulk system. You don't have to worry about it. Just one less hassle. Well, you know, if you've run out, the people won't tell you, and they're walking into your hospital or bar or wherever, and they haven't sanitized their hands. Yeah. Right. This way, they've got no excuse. There's always going to be sanitizer there. You know, something like this. Crikey! I mean, this is going to. You know, if you get two or three hundred people coming to your bar over a period of a, of a night, you're only going to use a small amount of sanitizer. This will probably last you. Most of the week, yeah. And um, when you change it over, it's going to take you five minutes to change over, if that. Yeah, I mean, like I've gone to the grocery store, you know, probably about once a week, and I want to say five out of five last times I've gone, you walk in to get your grocery cart, and then they always have the dispenser for like the you know paper towel that's already soaked yeah, in it, yeah, always empty, right? And then. They've got like the big jug, you know, the one gallon with the pump on it. Right. There's sanitizer all over the floor. Exactly. It drives me crazy. That's usually empty. Because people over pump, right? You know, just touch this, which I love. Yeah. So we just wanted to share that with you guys. We think it's a really nice thing to have, especially during, you know, these yeah. times. It's just, you know, we're all working together to try to, you know, keep each other healthy. And this is just, it's such an easy, you know, one-stop shop just to, you know, make everybody's lives a little bit less hectic. That's right. with, with all the crazy stress that we're dealing with these days. But, yeah, so that's we're always here to help. And, you know, we, we're lucky enough that we partnered up with a bunch of breweries and distilleries that, uh, you know, are committing to the community and helping out with their right. contribution of putting sanitizer. And I've seen it, man. I, I swear to God, there's this uh, – I'm not going to say their name, but uh, they packaged 12-ounce hand sanitizers in cans. Right. And it – Blatantly says on the side for you know not for consumption, <laughs> yeah. but which is sad that we have to do that these days. Oh yeah, but it's just everybody's getting to the line, just saying, "Hey, how can we help? What can we do?" Well, and I appreciate them doing that. Right. I just think maybe uh, like a Ziploc bag might be better than that. Well, <laughs> that's why I'm asking. Well, you know, when, when we first started looking at sanitizer, you know, we, we were looking for it really just. I've seen it, man. I, I swear to God, there's this. Uh, I'm not going to say their name, but uh, they packaged. 12 ounce hand sanitizers in cans. Right. And it blatantly says on the side for, you know, not for consumption. <laughs> yeah. But which is sad that we have to do that these days. Oh, yeah. But it's just everybody's getting to the line just saying, hey, how can we help? What can we do? Well, and I appreciate them doing that. Right. I just think maybe uh, like a Ziploc bag might be better than that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. Well, you know, when, when we first started looking at sanitizer, you know, we, we were looking for it really just because. We could see the need out there. Oh, yeah. Right? And we could see the need for bulk. So the first thing was we're looking at, at using our kegs. And, in fact, that has been done. Uh, a, a partner of ours out on the West Coast, they actually supplied hospitals uh, free of charge with sanitizer, and they were using cool. kegs. But the kegs were actually being used to refill other containers. Right, yep. And the kegs were being completely uh, – I have seen kegs being used for sanitizer. Now, what happens if someone does hook that up to a tap? You know, from a safety yeah, yeah. point of view, that, that's, that's dangerous, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, yeah. and, and with the liability laws that there are, you, do you really want that risk? Right. You know, I, I worked uh, years ago, actually, um, I was working with Bayer, and um, we were working on um, 
kegs, steel kegs for the agricultural uh, community. And what they liked about the keg was that the keg basically has a spring on it and it remains closed. And they were concerned that the containers that they were using, if the farmers would just throw them off the tractor after um, they used them, right. then they could leak out and get into the water system. And obviously this is a huge issue. So that's what they liked about the kegs. But there again, we had to develop kegs with different fittings on them just so that up. there's no way that someone would see a keg, yeah. someone would see a keg lying around, steal it, uh, reuse it for maybe filling with beer or even tap it and take a drink of, of some sort of agricultural pesticide or something like that. Yeah. So it's important really that containers are only used for what they should be used for. I mean, it's yeah. today's day and age, you know, you buy a Superman Halloween costume and there's a label on it that says, will not make you fly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, years ago when I, when I worked, I did a lot of work for an Elsa Bush and the rule was that any container must be used for an hours of bush products and not used for anything else. So you couldn't use a, a an open can and use it for putting something else in because they want to make sure that if it says whatever the product sure. is on the outside, that's what the product yeah. is on the inside, and 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 that's that's good for safety. So sure. it is important, really, that. Uh, well, I use the can to put bottle rockets in and then shoot them off yeah. and hold them, and that's for safety. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to stop using the right. bush cans. Yeah. So other things we've been working on, um, we've come out with a new filler. Uh, it's, we called it the Eco Filler, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. So um, we've started off really. So we have fillers that are fully automatic that do 100 kegs per hour for our keg. Uh, we have a for any keg. For any keg. Yeah. And we have uh, smaller uh, units as well. And basically, actually, we're getting smaller and smaller and cheaper and cheaper. And what, what we found was that there is a need out there for um, – for smaller like coffee shops and kombucha places mom and pops mom and pops where yeah. they don't have a pressurized serving tank where they can push the liquid into the keg they need a pump um they they don't need any real sophistication as far as um getting the measurement right so basically it's like a manual filler filling manually but with a pump it has a back pressure control system so you can actually control the foaming as you fill which you probably won't have to do with coffee, coffee or, or whatever. And it, it fits basically, we put it into a box uh, and it will you just pick it out of the box, put it on a tabletop and connect it up. And, and we're talking, I think uh, $3,000 roughly, something like that. Um, and it, it is slower than a regular filler, but it's faster than a manual filling. And what it does is it allows a lot of our smaller customers to be able to fill kegs. Yeah. At the moment, um, you know, you and I went to that coffee company and basically we said, okay, where's the coffee coming from? And he just bought... <laughs> yeah, a big pail out. Yeah. A big old, well, you know, yeah. like a, a soup drum type yeah. of thing. And so the problem is, is that you can't put it on a regular pump because you have to take it, siphon it out. Yeah. So we've used a uh, diaphragm pump to do that. It has uh, just simple on and off controls. You turn it off and on. But it has a back pressure control, so you can actually set the back pressure where you want it, start to fill, and then you can the next keg, you, you don't have to play with the back pressure. It's already set. Of course, you have to turn it off when the fill's there, but as soon as you press the button, it's done. Yeah. So it, it makes life a lot easier. It's a very simple system. Um, it's lightweight. It's lightweight. It fits in your backseat of your car. Easy, easily. Which yeah. makes my life a lot easier. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and um, it, it's it's cheap enough. And basically, what we, we've always had the impression is that we produce kegs, 
but we must also help with dispense. Yeah. Started we were working on dispense, like I mentioned, the the ten liter going into a box comes in a box, and the box will have a bag in it, and it's large enough that you just pick the keg out, open up the bag, throw in the ice, put the keg back in, put your um, your coupler on, which could be as simple as a, a, a pump device, which could cost you less than twenty dollars. We found them as as little as seventeen. Yeah, and you can you can dispense your keg. Uh, makes life a lot easier for people if you want to take it. Make your friends happy. Yeah, take it outside, <laughs> a party or whatever. Um, take it to the beach. Be awesome for outdoor weddings right now. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And uh, we've, we've also been working with inline coolers. So basically you can you can couple your keg up, it'll go through an inline cooler and, and cool out the beer. Or Also we have now a, uh, a fridge, uh, a mini kegerator I call it. It actually has the tap handle on the front. It'll have a, um, you'll be able to put CO2 into it or nitrogen if you're doing it for wine, and you can actually set the temperature you want. Immediately, you've got to wait for the keg to cool down, but the refrigerator cools down incredibly fast. And so I think you could probably put it in there within well, three or four hours, you're ready to go. So I think from a home dispense situation, or what I'm really looking for is for wine. Um, a lot of, um, you know, in the past, we've sold wine in 20 litres, and we still do. Uh, but for a small uh, wine bar or something, maybe that's too much. Maybe for a brew pub, for instance, that has, uh, we went to one the other day, didn't we? Where, where you know, it was all beer. Uh, uh, a guy came in with his wife and she wanted a glass of wine. Mm. He had to go around the back, get a bottle of wine, open up the bottle of wine, pour one glass, and the chances are he may not pour another glass of wine out. This system he could put on the bar, use a 10-litre keg, put it on there, Pour the glass of wine and not waste the rest of the wine that's left. Same in the Same temperature, every glass. It's good. It's going to taste the same in the first glass, the last the glass. Yeah. And what it also does is it means that he wants to go to he wants to go to this place to drink beer, uh, and he, he can go with his he can go with his wife or his girlfriend or whoever who may not like beer and wants a glass of wine. Yeah, so somebody who's uh, gluten intolerant or something, yes. you got another choice. So it helps the bar actually sell beer yeah, as well tough. because. You know, I you know I, I know when you, you go out, it's it's always hard to please everybody. So if you go out with a whole bunch of you, not all of you are, are going to want a beer. Not all of you want want craft beer, mm-hmm. for instance. So it's it's always good for a, a craft brewery to have a regular beer on tap. But this way they can have wine too. Yeah. And and not or cider or, or coffee cider, or, or kombucha, coffee. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So a little cafe, yeah. right? Who wants to have kombucha on tap? No. With, it's easier instead of having all these bottles all the place they can get it to the right temperature they want they can dispense it with the right gas that they want to keep the carbonation etc it just makes perfect sense so yeah I mean like uh, you know we're not we're not just going to sell you a keg we're going to supply you with kegs if you need it yes. we're going to help you with filling options we're going to help you with dispensing options for the end user and, and now we're trying to help out with getting sanitizer in an easier way and that's just what I love about doing stuff with potatoes that we're, yeah. just, we're constantly looking out uh, how to make people's lives easier yeah. less stress and it's all about solutions solutions yeah, yeah. It, you know it's and that's why we're the innovation center that's right why we've got the yeah. innovation yeah. center yeah <laughs> which we've just put some new offices in so we're yeah. moving some more people in here uh you can't see my part of it which is an absolute mess <laughs> the, yeah the laboratory, the laboratory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a, a circle staircase you gotta go down with a certain book you gotta pull off the bookshelf exactly yeah yeah, yeah. it's very <laughs> harry potter but it's uh, but it, it's uh it, it's good to work here we, we're uh, working on lots of stuff yeah. and also if, if you guys uh, who are watching this podcast 
see that hey there's something that we'd like to use the kegs for or, or have you ever thought of this have you ever Can thought we work of this together on something? we'll always look at yeah. that yeah so you know I, I think it's amazing how many times we've been to customers and we've seen what they've done and we go you know that's a damn good idea we yeah. never thought of that mm-hmm. so you know when we're working with for instance uh, hpp or high pressurized pasteurization our kegs can tolerate the pressures that are used for high um, pasteurization so we're using a different valve for that we're using an a style we're developing uh, some stuff with that with a but this is an alternative sure. it, yeah, it, yeah. And, and we're looking at all sorts of things at the moment uh, so many things out there that it's hard to keep track of it but as i say anything you think that you know how about can we use it for this can we do it for the kegs are just not for, not only for beer right right there's other things you know milk even yeah. um sports drinks yeah. sports drinks yeah. sanitizer yeah. sanitizer everything yeah. so. well that's awesome but it's always uh exciting to come down here and see what you're working on next right. and gives us an excuse to have a beer right yeah sounds good to me i'm yeah. gonna have one more after this hit my hotel room up get some more work done and uh yeah, we'll right. get back at it tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a swimming pool. Yeah, there's a swimming pool, yeah. Right. All right. Well, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, like Andy said, if there is something that you know, you've know thought of that might be able to help out with what we're doing, shoot us an email, shoot us a tweet, hit us up on Facebook. Um, if there's something that you're interested that we're working on or that you've seen today or that we've talked about on past podcasts, always, always shoot us a line on all of our social media, on our website. Um, but, yeah, so let's get back to work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cheers. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Bye.